Today, we have the privilege of talking to an author, bookworm, and movie director. Hi, thanks for having me on. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 20 of Ear Doodle Podcast, where you can expect to learn something new, laugh a little, and hear fun discussions. I'm Caden, your certified Star Wars expert. And I'm Marin, your certified Marvel expert. And I'm Ashley, and I'm here because they wanted me to be. <laughs> well, we're so glad to have you on the show today, Ashley, and we're going to be interviewing you today. So I'm excited to get into this. We'll be able to learn a lot about uh, the writing process and creative abilities today. So I'm very excited to get into this interview. But for those of us who don't know who you are, Ashley, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, uh, so I'm Ashley Worley. Uh, I wrote a middle grade novel when I was 11. Uh, wow. It's the only one that I've been published. So kind of take what I have to say with a grain of salt. I'm not like New York Times bestseller or anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm working on a short film for my capstone project and just still writing books. Awesome, awesome, that's great. So, as usual, we're going to ask Ashley some questions. I'm going to ask a question, and then we're going to alternate with Marin asking a question and me asking a question. And make sure to stay to the end for some bloopers. Super excited, as I said. But before we get into all these juicy interview questions, let's get into some doodle news. Breaking news. This just in. You gotta hear this. Welcome to this week's installment of Doodle News. So welcome to this week's installment of Doodle News. I'm still Caden. And I'm still Marin. And I'm still Ashley. Alrighty, Marin, you want to take us away with some Doodle News? Uh, sure. So, first thing I have is Percy Jackson, the series, finished mm. filming, and it's going to come out in, like, 2024. Okay. It's a long ways to wait, but really exciting. Mm. Um, can't wait for that. Ashley, and, have you read those uh, books before? Yes. Okay. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, oh. Ant-Man Quantumania is coming out February 17th, I believe, oh, this nice. year, which is mm. exciting also. Yeah. Probably... Go see that in theaters. That one looks really good with all the Kang Dynasty and stuff like that. Super, super excited for that one. That one looks really good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Uh, and Fritz Hager released a new single named or called Caroline. Mm. I, it's okay, but you should still try and listen to it. And then <laughs> more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also in music news, Casey Rivers released a single, and uh, you should go check that out. Uh, Casey Rivers, I don't remember the name of the song, but. Go check that out. Yes, and then another music-related. Matthew Mole released a single called Countryside. I really like it. It's really fun to listen to. So, yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, so this week we came out. Uh, Bad Batch, I wasn't able to talk about last week, but it was Tribe, and it was Gunji, and it was really good. Clone Wars vibes, it was really good. And then uh, this week they came out with two episodes, uh, episode seven and eight, I believe, and they were really good. They were probably the high point of the season. They were really good. They had some really good story. And it was just like an awesome sequel to the Clone Wars that we always wanted with the Bad Batch. But never really felt like I got until this week. So I was really happy with the Bad Batch this week. And I uh, can't wait for more of it next week. Um, then we also got some National Treasure. 
the season finale came out, and oh my goodness, it was really good. The music, the the treasure hunting, and the clue solving, and the twists, and the turns. You find out who Salazar is, and it it's it's really good. Marin, what, yeah. what were your opinions? The suspense was crazy. It was really yeah. good finale. Mm-hmm. And they left it open for a season two. Oh, they did. That was the best part. They left it open for season two, so I'm excited for that. Hopefully they make it there. Uh, the only thing I didn't uh, wish that wished had happened with was uh, Riley Pullman. I wish he had shown up in the season finale. That was the only thing that was lacking. But other than that, it was a really good, really good season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marin, do you have any? Do you have like a favorite episode of the of the series, or still processing? Um, I don't remember which episode this was, but I liked the episode whenever we were introduced to Liam Sudeski. Mm. I can't remember which episode that mm. was, but okay. Was that the one where they went to, uh, what was it, Green, the the Elvis Presley location? Oh, yeah, that that was the one where you, we got introduced to him, but that one was yeah. actually probably my favorite. Okay, yeah, because you like his, his song in that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, and then Mandalorian Season 1 is coming out on March 1st, so I'm very excited for that and can't wait to see Mandalorian and Grogu returning again for a third season. Oh, yeah. Third season. Very exciting. Okay. <laughs> and then finally, we have Valentine's Day coming up really soon, and my mom reminded me of this and how important it is to focus on how much God loves us, even though we may not have someone else in this world that loves us. We have God who always loves us no matter what we do, no matter what happens, and he's given us the greatest gift of all for Valentine's Day, and that is his love and his sacrifice on the cross that we can have eternal life in him. So just a quick reminder about how you can celebrate Valentine's Day. And then lastly, but certainly not least, I will not be here on the 27th, and so Marin might be going solo or might not be doing anything. We'll see what she wants to do, so stay tuned for that and make sure to follow us so uh, if she releases an episode, you can see it. So that'll be exciting. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for doing news. Anything to add, guys? This is all news to me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know any of this. Well, that is the point of doodle news. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the main discussion. Alrighty, so it's time for the main discussion where we ask Ashley some interview questions. So, Marin, would you like to start us off with the very first one? Uh, of course. Um, so, Ashley, there are many inspirational writers out there. What or who inspired you to start writing, and when did you realize you wanted to write? Uh, yeah, good question, because I was making up stories before I knew how to write, but I wanted them taken down. And so my older sister, Whitney, she would always, like, I would dictate to her, and she would write them down for me. The first one I did when I was three, it was called Dave the Alien Sheep. And oh, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, indeed. Um, it, Fascinating. It's about this alien sheep that got, like, flung off of his home planet to Earth by a space tornado. Oh, wow. And I just don't know what was going on in my head at that <laughs> point in time but very creative though very creative <laughs> space tornadoes yeah that's how space works but um <laughs> yeah so I was I was always making stuff up and then I don't I always read books uh learned to read pretty early um I don't know if there was a writer in particular I just read whatever I could get my hands on that's pretty much it just been writing since I since I could yeah that's awesome so I just finished reading your book uh the mystery of Piney Vale Woods and I was wondering if you plan to do a sequel uh I know you talked about Grayson 
and Luna's story at the end, but I would love to read something about that in a full-length book, so I just didn't know if you planned to do anything like that. Yeah, so huh, what actually happened, it was meant to be a trilogy, um, mm. and because of the publishing and the marketing situation specifically that we're in at the moment, um, it really didn't move forward. We, we would have to come into a new publishing house, basically. Okay. From what I understand, I don't, I'm not totally up on the details. Okay. Uh, there was a planned sequel and then one after that, um, okay. which is why it's kind of an open ending-ish mm -hmm. to that book. But yeah, at the moment, it's just kind of stagnant. Yeah. Okay. So you would like to do a sequel, but it's hard to do that right now. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm in limbo at the moment. Uh, okay. Um, so you said you, you've read a lot of books. So what is your favorite book series that you have read? Am I allowed to say all of them? Can I just... No. You can list as many as you want. <laughs> we only have 30 minutes on the podcast. Go. Okay. He said, no. And she was like, well, you know. You could. Uh, okay. I really enjoyed All the Wrong Questions. It's a quartet by Lemony Snicket. Uh, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. That's all I can think of Wait, at the moment. Is that the same guy who wrote the... Series of Unfortunate Events. Yes. Those yes. are really good okay. books, too. Oh, I yeah. only watched the Netflix series. Never read the books. But... They're basically the same. Basically except in season same. two. Okay. They're basically the same. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Very cool. What is it like to be a Christian writer? So... Again, you just kind of got to take my opinion on this with a little grain of salt because, um, you know, it's just one book. Yeah. But I think it's mostly about, okay, well, we can go back to, you know, why do we write stories? We write yeah. them to communicate something in a way that it'll stick with us a lot longer than if you just told someone something. Yeah. Um, and as a Christian writer, there's, as Christians in general, we have fundamental uh, presuppositions about... The value of life about god about the universe about why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and we every writer's worldview seeps into what they write it doesn't really matter whether they're a christian or not that's just the nature of of writing and of storytelling yeah. so as a christian you want to create something that is ultimately glorifying to god yeah. uh, in its message something that's uplifting to the audience or that's focused on trying to help the audience give them yeah. something good um, yeah, not just in entertainment value, but maybe in the messaging that you're trying to put out there. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so there are obviously a lot of things that go into writing a story. What are some of the most important things to keep in mind while writing a book? <sighs> Lots of things. <laughs> I think probably the first thing that I didn't really realize when I was writing is it's about the story. It's not about the plot. It's not about mm. how good you can write. It's not about anything other than the story. And mm. story and plot are two different things. I didn't know that. I, <laughs> I learned that watching YouTube and hearing writers talk. Um, but that's a really important, like, that's fundamental to being able to communicate in any medium, like in films and in books and in music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to focus on the story. The story is the most important thing. Nail down that structure. Uh, really have a good understanding of that. And you'll be able to, everything else is easy from there. Okay. Wow, okay. So I can just write a book if I have a good story? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> if you see something by uh, Ken Hendricks in the next couple of years, you'll know why. <laughs> anyway, in your book, The Mystery of Ponyvo, was there many fun, dynamic characters that I instantly fell in love with and very much enjoyed? But what was, your, what was one of your favorite characters to write about and why? 
Uh, favorite characters to write about. You, you kind of love them all. I yeah. mean, even the bad guys, you love them because there has to be a little piece of you in every character that you write. Otherwise, you just hmm. don't understand them all that well. Yeah. And characters are more interesting. They don't really exist in a vacuum. They're more interesting with their relationships to each other. Hmm. So yeah. if I can pair them, I would say I enjoyed Molly and Luna as a combo. Yeah. Um, their dynamic because they're both kind of these outsiders, but they're very polar opposite. Like, yeah. They both don't really fit in where they are in the mm -hmm. world, but Molly just is comfortable in her own skin. <laughs> uh, Luna is not so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Molly and Luna, if I get to pair them together. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, which characters do you tend to relate to more? I know you said you have to have a piece of yourself in every character, but is there anyone that you put mo most of yourself into? Mm, probably Molly. Probably okay. Molly. Um it's kind of a toss-up, to be yeah. honest. Uh, but Molly, some of the, let's let's just admit it. Some of the uh, less wise decisions that were made in the book would probably have been something I would do at eleven. <laughs> so she's probably a little piece of my chaotic brain just existing on the page. Okay. Okay, Ashley. Um, if you could spend a day with another author, any author out there, dead or alive, who would you choose? Uh, C.S. Lewis. Ooh. If the dead ones count, it's definitely C.S. Lewis. Okay, yeah. That is a very good choice. Yes. Awesome. Why? It, it just, why not? It just can't get any better <laughs> than C.S. Lewis. It can't. <laughs> Objectively speaking, it can't. Okay, okay. What, what, what would you do with C.S. Lewis? Ew, probably talk. <laughs> okay, would you go get coffee? Like, would you just, yeah. just talk at the beach? He was more of a tea person, so oh. probably tea. Okay, okay. Um, so but, you know more about him than I do. Just slightly. <laughs> it's internet knowledge. It's okay. not. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so sadly, we can't go back in time and talk to C.S. Lewis or anyone else. But if you could go back in time and say something to your younger writing self, what would that be? So many things. Uh, <laughs> well, we already covered story, which I wasn't very well educated in at the moment. So probably... It's about the audience. Mm. It's it's not about you. It's not about how good you can write and wanting to put that on, out into the world or I have this really cool idea and I just need everyone to know it and it to be a bestseller and everything mm. to be just <laughs> roses all the time. Um, it's, it's about the audience. Yeah. And good stories, we connect to that. We can tell when a writer is just writing. Like It's like when someone talks because they like the sound of their own voice. Mm. Yeah. Um, we can feel that if there's that attitude behind a writer. Hmm. Um, and it kind of repels the audience. If you make yeah. it about them and about trying to benefit them in some way, yeah. um, a lot easier so. And you wind mm. up with a better book, in my yeah. opinion. Awesome. So before we continue on the interview, we have a little message from our advertising partner, The Cocoa Bean. If you love coffee, then please check out The Cocoa Bean. They have amazing coffees, delicious lattes, and incredible espressos. Their coffee is truly amazing, and they also have pastries and cupcakes that you can buy, and it's a really cool environment and cool vibe and cool aesthetic. And if you like to do some exercising to burn some of those extra calories you get from coffee, they also have bike rentals. Whether you prefer pedal or electric, you can rent their bikes and ride the Lexi trails. Their coffee shop is conveniently located just a little way along the trails. So please check out the link in the description. So check them out and make sure to pick up some coffee and rent a bike. Thank you so much to Cocoa Bean for advertising for this podcast. 
Thank you to Cocoa Bean for sponsoring this episode. And if you don't like coffee a lot, then you can also get a smoothie. And they have really good smoothies there also. So go check them out. Click the link in the description and uh, support them because they are supporting us. So thank you very much. Okay, and our next interview question is, Ash, uh, what is your favorite part and least favorite part of the writing process? Mm, see, my process is kind of all over the place. I, <laughs> um, I've had to make myself start planning, so I guess planning would be the, the least favorite, <laughs> even though it's very, very important. <laughs> mm, yes, yes. Outlines are often forgotten, but almost always necessary. Exactly. So yes. that, mm-hmm. that one can be kind of annoying. Yeah, I mean... I am a loose outline person. <laughs> Make it loose, have the core beats of the story in there, and then have room to be like, oh, this yeah. is more interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, planning, probably my least favorite. Also line editing, just like, trying to find where the commas go. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, it's tedious. It's long, yeah. Uh, favorite part, I think, is just sitting down and doing it. Mm, um, yeah. When scenes kind of evolve, um, when you sit down and you're like, putting it out even if you've had it all planned they can start going in different directions these characters may or may not be working together i've had characters who just like appeared uh i I was like oh you're i haven't met you yet um but there they are and they're in the draft (laughs) and they're like it's it's fun yeah it's fun (laughs) and kind of crazy and strange um watching it all kind of piece together in real time yeah that's very cool uh so there are some very impactful moments in the story, especially between Molly and Luna, and when all the secrets are revealed in the book. But what was one of your favorite scenes to write, and why? I I enjoyed all of it, to be honest. Okay. That was this was my fun thing that I did. I would come home from venture yeah. and just write because I had extra time at the yeah. end of the day. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed all of it, but I think I I remember having a little bit too much fun with the climax, (laughs) with the ending. (laughs) At risk of spoiling something, it involves, like, hijacking a car. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was really fun to read. (laughs) That was fun to write, because I'm like, ah, yes, the chaos (laughs) has begun. I can make them do anything without any consequences. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's always consequences, but... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so aside from writing, what are your other passions? I'm really, really, really into film. Mm. I love films. I love movies. Okay. Um, I kind of see my books as movies. Not like, oh, one day this is going to be... No, mm. like, what? it's when you imagine it in your head, it's like yeah. watching a movie. Right, right, right. Um, so, so what would you say is your favorite movie or film? Mm, this is going to sound dorky. <laughs> I love How to Train Your Dragon. Really? And mm. Bolt. <laughs> it's that Disney movie everyone forgot about. <laughs> It's so sad. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, it made me huh. cry. Why? Bolt. It's so good, though. But it's sad. It's not that sad. Okay, it's a little sad. But uh, it's... Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I know from hosting a podcast, the editing process can be, uh, well, hard, difficult, and sometimes <laughs> excruciating. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, deciding what to keep and what to remove and uh, are there any deleted scenes from the book? So surprisingly, no. Wow. This okay. this is the like the only book that doesn't have deleted scenes okay. that I've worked on. <laughs> Everything, like I said, this was my fun little thing that I did after venture every yeah. Tuesday, um, for I don't know an hour. Yeah. I just just clacked whatever I wanted to <laughs> to my heart's content, um, and 
everything that was put on the page in that first draft stayed and yeah. made it to the final run. They had a couple tweaks, and there was actually yeah. things added after the fact. Okay. But nothing got removed, which okay. was shocking. Yeah. Everything gets removed now <laughs> in wow. my processes. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, do you prefer ebooks, audiobooks, paperback, or hardback? Hardback. Definitely. Always. <laughs> if you can get a leatherback of something, that is nice. A leatherback? I don't yeah. have I don't have a leatherback of anything, but it would be nice to have one. It's so nice. I have I got like these leatherbacks of some of the classics for Christmas. Mm. And uh, it's so nice. <laughs> they feel nice in your hand. They don't get busted up. You can like huh. put them in a bag and they're they're just sturdy, hardy books. Okay. Like, just... No, no, no. no fine, <laughs> Sorry. They are, though. They won't bust up on you if you okay. leave them in your backpack. Okay, okay. So they're, are they, like, stiff? Or are they they're sexy? A, they're hardback. The sides are okay. very stiff. Very stiff. But the spine, it doesn't crack or anything. It has, huh. like, divots in it so that it'll open right. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. Leatherback is, is, the, is the one to get, I hear. Yeah. They're expensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so as you mentioned before, you're making a film, and uh, I was wondering if you could tell us anything about that process any juicy leaks, insider information that we can get, anything like that? So, <sighs> juicy leaks. Like, what is there to... <laughs> like, like, little, little trailer, like, little, uh, okay. little plot and uh, story. Mm. So, it's a story about this artist who is very, 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 very afraid of failure. Huh. So, he never works with anything except a pencil because he can erase and he can make it perfect. Yeah. Um, but... One time, when he's finally in art school, he's faced with an assignment where he's not allowed to use a pencil. So hmm. now he's kind of faced with this decision of um, facing his fear, like risking making a mistake that he can't just wipe away, yeah. or uh, cheating, shall we say. Hmm. Okay. Very, very cool. Uh, and what is that process like? Is there a lot of editing? Like, how is the filming and all that stuff? Uh, it, it, there's like three stages. Okay. What are the three I'm, stages? It's like pre-production the actual production and post i'm in post at the moment okay and there's a lot of things a lot of steps in all of those phases okay um, i did all of pre-production in pretty much I, I had to start pretty much as soon as we knew there was going to be a capstone yeah um started writing the script and all that kind of thing production yeah. happened over the summer y'all were very kind to still end your time to come be extras as part of the production um, and yeah, I'm, I'm in post now, kind of 75% mark, I would call okay. it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So is that going to be, whenever that film comes out, is it going to be on YouTube or where is that going to be? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's YouTube, uh, just for lack of having a better place to share it. Yeah. Um, awesome. <laughs> and yeah, okay. we have a channel. We haven't totally set everything up yet. But... Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, whenever that comes out, guys, there will be a link in the description for that, for Ashley's movie. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and then, is there anything else that you would like to share with the Eardoodle community? Um, you have fabulous hosts. I don't know. <laughs> Words of encouragement, uh, yeah. keywords, um, I don't know. You put me on the spot here. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't do my notes for this. <laughs> um, I guess if you're interested in writing or in filmmaking, um... <laughs> It's hard, but it's not hard like you think it is. Hmm. I mean, it's hard in a way that's worth doing. It's okay. not this mystical, like, artistic 
process thing like that only the Hollywood upper class can do. No, it's it's very practical. Yeah. <laughs> Both filmmaking and writing, they're good skills to have, especially because we kind of live in an, a, a video world nowadays yeah. in terms of how we communicate. But yeah, it's it's worth it. If you can learn so much just by doing it and just by finding the YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good place to start. All right. Awesome. Well, Mary, do you have any more questions to ask? Nope. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, then let's transition over to voicemail time. Alrighty. Well, that was a great discussion and an awesome interview, Ashley. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Really, I've enjoyed it. Thank you for inviting me. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so this week, Baron, how many voicemails do you think we have? Uh, let's go with five. Five. That is a overestimation by five. We have <laughs> zero. Um, it is very sad. Don't want to send in their voicemails. Uh, but Ashley, I hear you have a voicemail question for us. I do indeed. So the process of making a podcast, a couple, I guess we can make it a dual-sided question. Okay. Uh, so what made you really want to start a podcast, the both of you? Well, I know mm. it's your it's it's your project, but yes, thank you. And um, what's the process like? Is it very hard? How like how how did you, how do you wind up doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for the uh, why I wanted to start a podcast uh, in the uh, what was it? So like I guess it was a year ago. I was listening to a lot of podcasts in like February, March, April of uh, twenty twenty two, and I was really enjoying that. Really enjoyed doing that and it was kind of hard to find something that I really wanted to listen to, like, as a Christian, but also as, like, a Star Wars fan or a Marvel fan. And so I kind of wanted to create something uh, whenever I heard about this Capstone project about something that I would enjoy listening to, something about Marvel, but also incorporating a biblical worldview. And so I think that's kind of what made me want to start doing this podcast. Wow, that's very cool. Um, I'm here because Caden wanted a co-host. <laughs> It's good to have someone to bounce ideas off of. Nice. I throw an idea at you. She's kind of the built-in. throw it back at you. There you go. We <laughs> practice that a lot. <laughs> and then uh, the second half of the question, which was? Uh, what's your process Process, like? yes. Yeah. All right. So um, if we were doing an episode in like a week, you would uh, finish editing on Sunday and post on Monday. And then on Tuesday, you would be thinking about your ideas, sometimes... If you're lucky, you already have an outline for your episode. If not, then you have to make it on Tuesday. And so you just research if there's anything like that, and then you compile an outline. I have a template that I have created, and I fill in all that stuff. And so it has, like, the, the intro section, the doodle news section, the, the uh, voicemail section, the main discussion, you know, all those things in there, and just plugging in the information that I want to make sure to say. And then um, just editing that, looking over that, and discussing that with Marin make sure she knows what we're talking about. And then usually on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes on a Sunday, we'll record the episode. And then after you record, it is the long process of editing and it's <laughs> not fun, but we get it done guys. And I hope you all enjoy it. Um, Mary, you have any, what, what's your process? Prepare? Um, well, you normally tell me what the podcast is about and then I'll just prepare something before the time. Sometimes it'll be on that day. Mm. I prepare it because I have been busy with school. Yeah, you are busy with school quite a couple of times. Yeah. Do you ever just go like, no notes, go into it? 
No, I haven't. Okay, I haven't done that either, but I just didn't know. <laughs> Live <Not> dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Maren, do you have a, a would you rather for us today? I do, yes. So, would you rather have a time machine or teleport? Uh, <laughs> time machine? can So I can go to any time with a time machine? Right. Uh-huh. But, like, wouldn't you be able to teleport with a time machine, like, teleport through time? Yes, but in this... So in so you have a time machine where you use that machine to go to any time, and you, but and then, I guess in the time that you are in, you can move around to different places. But in the teleport, you the teleporting that's just your power. You don't need a machine for that. Oh. So you can just go like snap and teleport anywhere you want. I feel like if if that's the case, then teleporting definitely has the advantage because hmm. like someone could steal your time machine. Like can can they steal you? You know, like they can, but what good is it gonna do? You get teleport out of there. Yeah, right? you get teleport out of there. That's true. Kidding. So like, and I mean, there's no there's no movie with a time machine in which it goes perfectly right. That is true. It's always a disaster. That's mm-hmm. the point of time mm-hmm. machines. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so for me, I don't know, time machines sound pretty cool, even though it, it always goes disastrous in the movies. Life, real life is not like the movies. That's what <laughs> I've heard. And so maybe in real life, time machines wouldn't ruin everything. And so I think if you do it correctly and you have rules, time machines can work. And so like You have this big, huge stack of pages. Yeah, it's like rules. at least 10 <laughs> inches tall. You know, like the U.S. bills for, the con- for Congress just like... <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, yeah, pass it. Yeah, okay, that's a good idea. No, bad idea. Um, anyway, but it would be a pretty big rule book, and you have to follow the rules. So I think I, I would want to do Time Machine. Traveling through time would be pretty nice. He's living dangerously over there. <laughs> <laughs> living on the edge. I know. I'm, I'm totally teleport. Like, there's not a lot of reasons I would have to want to go to the past, to be honest. Yeah. Um Especially if I wind up running into my younger self. I just would die of embarrassment. Um, <laughs> that would be it for me. Oh, um, man. So definitely teleporting because I'm always getting places late and I would, mm. I would like to be on time. Okay. <laughs> Ma'am, what would you prefer? Well, I think I would have to agree with Ashley and I would choose teleportation because then I could teleport to France and not have to go on a plane. And it would be... So can I just teleport, like, to a location, like, oh, I want to go to Paris, Texas? Or do I have to have, like, seen a picture of said location? I don't know. Depends Um, on the... I what feel are like the you logistics? should have to know the coordinates. On, the coordinates. I like have to the know longitude the and longitude and latitude. But to be able no. to do things without, like, miles and that kind of thing, like, I don't know. I could memorize some numbers for that. <laughs> That'd be worth like, it. I have my house. I know the longitude of the latitude of my house. You just keep like a big book of coordinates. You're yeah. just like, hmm, where are we going Look today? <laughs> awesome. So uh, that's that's what we got for voicemail time. Uh, so today we interviewed Ashley and talked about writing a book a little bit and also about directing a movie. It was awesome. Thank you so much again, Ashley, for coming on the show. It was great. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been so yeah. much fun. Well, that's all I have for today. Uh, make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family if you think they would enjoy it. We also have stickers if you see me or Marin. We have them. $2 for a 2-inch sticker. They're awesome, so uh, buy those. And if you want one, you might even be able to get one for free. I'm, I'm kind of desperate right now. Please <laughs> please come take them. I have a bunch of them left over, so I need the need good rid of them before the end of the year. So um, All the come, cards on the table. Come <laughs> grab them. Uh, yeah. 
anyway, also don't forget to follow us, leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. Anything else, guys, that you have to add? No, that's no. it. Yeah. All right. Well, you have been listening to Ear Doodle Podcast. I'm your host, Caden. And I'm your co-host, Marin. And I'm your guest, Ashley. <laughs> Peace out. Cheerio. Bye. Do you remember in the early 2000s they had like these the the DVD players yes. or the DVD yes yes yes, yes. I've watched that for hours. I know and we it, would watch it for the, hours. It would get directly in the corner and you'd be like yes 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 <laughs> or when it got right in the center for a little bit. You'd oh. just be like, yeah. I'm not old enough to understand it. Oh. <laughs> it was in the DVD players in the car. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was it. Bing. The satisfaction. Oh, the satisfaction. Oh. <laughs> I can watch it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you must have been satisfied if you were watching it for hours. Yep. <clears throat>